If you've ever had the feeling that things were hopeless, hold on. You may feel you're facing an impossible situation, but the Bible says God is able to do far more than we would ever dare to ask or even dream of, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. Now, hope comes from having a purpose. Hope is as essential to your life as air or water, and wonderful changes are going to happen in your life as you begin to live it on purpose. God says, I know what I'm planning for you. I have good plans for you, not plans to hurt you. I will give you a hope and a good future. I'm Rick Warren, and this is Daily Hope. Today on Daily Hope with Rick Warren, we continue in a series called The Invisible War with the final part of a message called Being Faithful in a Faithless World. It's taken from Luke's Gospel. And now, here's Rick. I wasn't kidding when I said, you know, last fall, we decided we weren't going to participate in the recession. And we launched a thing called Decade of Destiny. And we said, it's, it's a dozen major initiatives to make a difference in the world. And we said, it's gonna cost tons of money, tons and tons of money. And so we went into a three-year giving campaign called Decade of Destiny to go along with Decade of Destiny. And we asked people to make a three-year giving commitment. Other pastors told me, Rick, you're nuts. We're in the worst recession in our lifetime. I've got 11% at that time of my people out of work, and we're gonna do a three-year giving campaign in the worst recession in our lifetime? But I say this without any apology. Saddleback is the most generous church in America. There is no more generous church. And when God sees our generosity, he gives us more because he knows we're gonna give it away. And, and our people committed to give $40 million last fall over the next three years to plant churches, Saddleback Beijing, Saddleback Berlin, Saddleback Barstow, <laughs> Saddleback Buenos Aires, in the major cities of the world. We didn't have the money. We, all of these initiatives, we didn't have the money for a single one of them. And what did we do? We did what we could do. And then God says, I will provide the rest. And, and that's what's happened. Here's the third principle. This is a real important one. When I do all God tells me to do, he does what I can't do. When I do all God tells me to do, he does what I can't do. Now this story of the feeding of the 5,000 in the Bible is a perfect example of this. Do you remember this story, the miracle of Jesus feeding 5,000 people? They're all out in the desert. Jesus has been teaching all day. It's the end of the day and everybody's hungry. There's no McDonald's anywhere. So the disciples come to Jesus and said, send them all away, Lord, so they can go home and eat. And Jesus looks at the disciples and he says, you feed them. Now, that was impossible. Here, God often asks you to do the impossible to stretch your faith. He looks at him and says, you feed him. He said, Lord, we can't. We don't have any money. We don't have any food. There's no place to buy food. We can't. He, Jesus said, you feed him. So then he says, anybody got a lunch? And out of that entire 5,000 people, one little kid has a little sack lunch. 
And in that little sack lunch are five little tiny rolls of bread and two little fish, like sardines. And the little kid takes his measly little lunch and he gives it to Jesus. He gives Jesus everything he's got. It's not much, but he gives to him. Jesus takes it, he breaks it, he blesses it, and he multiplies it, and he feeds 5,000 people with it. And then at the end of their all feeding, they gather 12 baskets of leftover. There was so much leftover. What's the principle there? When I give what little I've got, God multiplies it and he makes up for it. Fourth principle, very important. When I have a need, I sow a seed. When I have a need, I sow a seed. Now here's the point. Whatever you need more of, give it away. If you need more energy, give energy to helping other people and God will give you more energy. If you need more time, give some of your time away unselfishly and God will give you more time. If you need more intelligence, you give whatever you got away to help others. If you need more money, whatever you need, you sow a seed. Can you imagine a farmer going, well, it's recession. I think I'll just keep all the seed in the barn. No, you got to plant it in order to profit from it. Now, you, whatever you need in your life, you sow that as a seed and it will be responsible to come back to you. Here's the fifth principle, very important. There's always a delay between sowing and reaping. There is always a delay between sowing and reaping. In other words, if I go out and I plant a kernel of corn in the ground, Tomorrow, I'm not gonna see a full-grown stock of corn with 20 ears on it. it. Ain't gonna happen. There is a season between planting and harvesting, between the seed and the fruit. There is always a time delay, and what's going on in the time delay? This is a test. It's a test of your faith. Some of you made commitments last fall in Decade of Destiny, and you, 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 you made commitments that you didn't even have. You may have been even out of work. And you planted a seed. And it ha- you haven't seen the fruit yet. Why? This is a test. Will I be faithful? Will I keep on doing the right thing? Will I do what God wants me to do and see what God does? There's two other ways that God tests your faithfulness. And when you, see, when you pass these tests, he pours out blessing on your life. Here they are. Number five. Faithful people bring friends to Jesus. God is watching you. And faithful people, faithful people share their faith. Faithful people share their faith. Faithful people bring others into the faith. If I don't share my faith, I am being unfaithful. Now a good example of this is, is these four guys in the Bible had a friend who was paralyzed. And they had the faith to think, you know, if we could just get our friend to Jesus, Jesus would heal the guy, and then our friend would be well. And they had faith that if they could get their friend to Jesus, he'd be healed. The story is told here in uh, Matthew chapter nine. It says, some men brought to Jesus a paralytic, a paralyzed man, a paralyzed friend, lying on a mat. He couldn't even get to Jesus. He was paralyzed. When Jesus saw their faith, circle the phrase their faith. 
When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. I didn't print the rest of the verse. The rest of the verse says, and he said, take up your mat and go home. And the guy was instantly healed. Now, Jesus heals the guy. Now, according to that verse, did Jesus heal the guy because of the sick man's faith or because of the friend's faith? What? Yeah, the friends. It says, when Jesus saw their faith, you guys had enough faith that if you could get your paralyzed man to me, I'd save him. On the basis of their faith, not the guy who was sick, but their faith, he healed the man. Now listen very closely. You have friends that are paralyzed and can't get to Jesus. You have friends who are paralyzed by guilt and they can't get to Jesus. They're paralyzed by doubt and they can't get to Jesus. They're paralyzed by fear. They're paralyzed by worry. They're paralyzed by insecurity and they can't get to Jesus. And the only way they're gonna get to Jesus is you're gonna have to bring them. And if you have enough faith to bring them to Jesus, they will get saved. But they're not gonna get saved. They're not gonna be healed. Their life isn't gonna be turned around until you have enough faith to bring them to Jesus. Now when God looks out and he sees people bringing people to him, he not only heals those people, he blesses the person who brought them. If you want the blessing of God on your business, if you want the blessing of God on your family, if you want the blessing of God on your life, just start bringing friends to Jesus. And if you bring your friends to Jesus, God says, that's the kind of person I'm looking for. They are faithful. And God blesses faithfulness. You want God's blessing on any area of your life? Just start bringing your friends to Jesus. And you watch what happens. God will do things in your life, your finances, your health, your business, you could not imagine. Faithful people bring friends to Jesus, which is why we don't ever stop reaching out. We keep starting campuses, we keep starting churches, we keep doing outreaches to bring more friends to Jesus. Why? The moment this church stops bringing people to Jesus, the hand of blessing is taken off of it. God is blessing this church because there are people in it who are still bringing their friends to Jesus. And they're getting blessed from it. One last principle, number five, or six. Faithful people build the faith of others. Faithful people build the faith of others. And when God sees your faithfulness, he blesses you. Now, building the faith of others is called mentoring or discipling. It's simply encouraging somebody in the faith who's younger in the faith than you. Everybody in life needs a Paul and everybody needs a Timothy. What's a Paul? That's somebody who's older than you who can kind of encourage you and encourage you and be a coach to you spiritually and just be there to pray for you. Everybody needs a Paul and everybody needs a Timothy. That's somebody who's not been a Christian as long as you. Maybe you've only been a Christian one week longer, but they can be your Timothy. And you need to be mentoring somebody younger than you. Now, you don't need to be 100 steps ahead of that person because they can't see you. You only need to be one step ahead. And if you start helping other people in their faith, you're gonna find God blessing your socks off. Faithful people build the faith of others. God has called every Christian to do this. Notice this verse, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse two. 
the things Paul is talking to Timothy. Paul says, the thing you've learned, things you've learned from me, Timothy, in the presence of many witnesses, you are to entrust to other faithful people, there's that word faithful, who will also be qualified to pass it on to others. Now notice, in that verse, there are four generations. Paul says, I helped build up your faith. Now you're to find somebody who's faithful and help build up their faith, who they will turn around and build up the faith of others. Four generations in one verse. Four generations. This is called mentoring. It's called discipling. Don't you wish when you were in your 20s and you're a young guy, if you had had an older guy who was a Christian who said, you know what, I don't know a whole lot, but let's just get together for coffee once a month and we'll just talk and I'll pray for you. And you need some help in your business? I don't know a whole lot, but I can tell you what I know. Uh, You need some help in your family, your marriage? I can tell you what not to do. I can tell you what not to do. That's, that's mentoring. See, it's wise to learn from experience. It's wise to learn from experiences and mistakes of others. I don't have time to learn it all myself. And, and let's say if you're a young uh, woman, wouldn't, wouldn't you like to have an older woman, a godly woman, who takes you under your, her wing and says, look, I know you got problems with your kids, problems with your husband, or problems with your career, or problems with this, going to school. I tell you what, I'll just be there to hang on with you. I'll be there to pray with you. I don't know a whole lot, but I'll just be there for you. Wouldn't you have wanted that as a, as a young Christian? Of course you would have. Of course you would have. Pastor Rick talking about being faithful in a faithless world. It's part of this series, The Invisible War. There's more real hope ahead, so please stay tuned. Pastor Rick has served the church locally and nationally for more than 30 years. He's the author of many books, including The Purpose Driven Life. If you've been helped through Rick's ministry, he would love to hear your story. And you can connect with us at the Daily Hope website at rickwarren.org or simply call us 1-800-600-5004. That's rickwarren.org or call us 1-800-600-5004. More Daily Hope with Rick Warren in just a moment. Why am I alive? Does my life really matter? What on earth am I here for? Have you ever asked yourself these questions or wondered about the answers? In his newly expanded book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? Pastor Rick Warren has updated this best-selling book with 30 additional hours of teaching, including video chapter introductions, audio lessons, and two brand new chapters. This Christ-centered book is a must-have for anyone struggling to find their place in this world and ultimately in God's plan. And in launching this new ministry, we'd love for you to have a new hardback copy of this book for a gift of any amount in support of this ministry. We deeply appreciate the opportunity to bring hope from God's Word to you, people in your community, and across the country. Again, that's the new hardback book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? for a gift of any amount. So call today, 800-600-5004, or visit rickwarren.org. And now, once again, here's Rick Warren. I have had six mentors in my life. One of them died this week. His name was John Stott. He was 90 years old. He lived in England. He wrote over 50 books. He was one, in my opinion, of the four greatest Christians of the 20th century. To me, the four greatest Christians of the 20th century were Billy Graham, Pope John Paul II, Mother Teresa, and 
John Stott. John Stott was a mentor to me. And in my life, I've had six different mentors who encouraged me. Now, he didn't sit down and teach me lessons. I'd just call him up and talk. And I just knew that there was somebody who was a little further down the road than I was who cared about me. And a lot of Saddleback is the responsibility for it is because of these six mentors that I had. Now, this fall, one of our 12 Decade of Destiny initiatives is we're gonna start a mentoring program. About half of our church family is over 35 years of age. About half of our church family. And about half of our church family is under 35 years of age. We're gonna set up a program for those who wanna be a part of it and don't wanna miss out on this blessing where we pair up somebody who's over 35 with somebody under 35 in our church for one three month period. If you like it, we'll continue it. And, and you just, what do you do? You just go out to breakfast with them once a month. Sit down and go, what's going on? Tell me what's happening. And, and can I pray for you? And just building those relationships, it will bless the mentor and the mentee, the discipler and the disciple. It will represent, both people will get blessed by it. Now I know what somebody's saying, Rick, you don't know the mess I've made in my life. You don't know all the problems I've done. You don't have to be perfect to be a mentor. If you did, there would be no mentors. There are no perfect mentors. Everybody's flawed. It's interesting to me that when God chose the leader of the church, the person he chose out of all his 12 disciples was the biggest failure. He chose Peter. The guy who denied Jesus three times is the guy Jesus chose to be the leader of the first church and preach on the day of Pentecost and 3,000 people were saved. God loves to use losers. He doesn't use the perfect winners. He, he loves to use losers. And he chose the biggest leader, uh, loser to be the leader. Who can better understand somebody going through a bankruptcy than somebody who's been through bankruptcy? Somebody who's had problems with their kids than somebody who's had problems with their kids. Somebody who's gone through cancer than somebody who's going through cancer, somebody who went through cancer. Somebody who struggled with drugs than somebody who struggled with drugs. Don't waste your hurts. Use them to help the next generation. And God will use it. Here's what Jesus said to Peter, Luke 22. This is before Peter denied Jesus three times. Jesus knew he was gonna do it, and he said this. Peter, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat, but I've prayed for you that your faith will not completely fail. He said, Peter, I already know you're gonna fail, but I've already prayed for you, and I know you're gonna come out of it. So after you've repented and come back to me, after you've blown it and you've come back to me, strengthen and build up the faith of your brothers. In other words, saying, be a mentor. What I want you to be able to do this fall is you to take your biggest problems and failures and save somebody else from making the same mistake. And you'll be able to say like Job, look up here on the screen. This is what a mentor does. You'll sing God's praises to everyone you meet, testifying. Here's what you'll say. I messed up my life. I messed up my life, and let me tell you, it wasn't worth it. But God stepped in and saved me, and I'm alive again. That's called mentoring. I messed up my life. And let me tell you, it wasn't worth it. But God stepped in and saved me, 
and he'll help you too. So hang in there. God is going to use you as a mentor. That's Pastor Rick Warren with Daily Hope. Rick will wrap things up in just a moment with a final thought on one of the best uses of your mistakes. But first, I'm going to tell you about the Daily Hope website. It's rickwarren.org. Log on today, and at that site, you can get the entire message you heard today, get message notes, you can sign up for Rick's Daily Hope devotional, and even access all of Rick's social media links there, too. So log on now, rickwarren.org. And please don't forget, Rick would love to know how today's lesson or one of his books or any other resources helped you with your walk with Christ. So visit us today at rickwarren.org. And now a special offer for you today. It's for a gift of any amount, and it's a book to thank you for your financial support of Daily Hope. It's Rick Warren's New York Times bestselling book, The Purpose Driven Life. Rick shares in his newly expanded version of the book that when you're battling the invisible war, your starting place must be with God and His eternal purposes for your life. Understanding your purpose leads to healing and empowers you to fight the good fight. So go ahead and give us a call to request your copy of the hardback version of the book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? 1-800-600-5004. That number again, 800-600-5004. And now once again, here's Rick Warren. For each of us to mature, we need models and we need mentors. Now, not only do we need models to grow, we need mentors to grow. Mentors are people who followed Christ longer than we have and are able to share their life lessons. You may have heard that it's wise to learn from experience. That's true. But it's also wiser to learn from the experiences of others because life is too short to learn everything by experience. I don't have enough time in life to make all the mistakes myself. And if I can learn from the mistakes of those before me, I save a lot of time. Life is too short to learn everything by experience. And some painful experiences can be avoided if you're smart enough to learn from mentors in your church family. Christ-like character is, is built through relationships, not in isolation. There are a lot of things God wants you to learn about life that you will never learn on your own. You'll only learn them in community. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 17, Paul explains the power of a pattern when he advises, join with others in following my example, brothers, and take note of those who live according to the pattern that we gave you. In other words, to grow, we need to see the principles in practice. We need to see what beliefs look like when they're translated as behavior in everyday situations. The other day, somebody said, I just got a new living Bible. I said, you ought to be a living Bible. Somebody asked me, what's the best translation? The best translation of scripture is when you translate it into your life. Who are your models for following Christ? Who are you watching and learning from? Here's a tougher question. Are you a model for anybody else? Are you an example that others can follow? Today, the world desperately is looking for people who are models of life, who can show us how to love our spouses, how to make a marriage last, how to relate to our kids, 
how to do business with integrity, how to handle conflict the way Jesus would handle it. These are the lessons we learn by watching others. I'm Rick. Be sure to join me next time as we look at God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you. Why am I alive? Does my life really matter? Have you ever asked yourself these questions or ever wondered about the answers? In his newly expanded book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? Pastor Rick Warren has updated this best-selling book with 30 additional hours of teaching, including video chapter introductions, audio lessons, and two brand new chapters. And right now, for a gift of any amount to this daily radio ministry, you can get a copy of this new hardback book. Visit us today at rickwarren.org.